Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Quick Snap Podcast, and a very Merry Christmas to everybody. It is going to be a busy week for everybody. The NFL is booming Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday sometimes. It's on all the time. I am buzzing. How are you guys? Oh, mate. Busy, but good. Yeah, excited for... uh... Excited for Christmas, but I'm excited for NFL as well. Christmas Day, I get some the Vikings on this. Vikings and Vikings Saints. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward Vikings to that. Saints. Yeah, I am too. My nice, uh, nice cheese board and some uh, Viking Saints. Well, weirdly, my brother-in-law is working an eight-eight shift this year, so we're going to have a Christmas tea, not Christmas lunch, which is uh, odd for us. Different. So That's heavy. That's I'll heavy be, late on. I'll be bladded by the time that game comes on. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Waiting for dinner. Yeah. Have you got everything ready for Christmas, boys? Uh, I mean, I haven't bought Lucy out for Christmas. So that's, You've that's not got her any presents yet? No, I mean, what is it, 22nd? I've got the time. I've, I've been more <laughs> organised than ever this year. Usually I'm not done until like 2 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve. And Lucy's I finished like a week ago. Lucy's getting, Lucy's getting crackers and cheese for Christmas, mate. All non-essential products. <laughs> mate, mate I, I work at a supermarket and office. I could probably find some wine or something like that. I'll be all right. Uh, yeah, fair play. Yeah, fair play. Um, you know what? This is this year. Oh, now is like 18 months, so it's going to be a bit of a, a crazy one buying presents for a, a baby that actually knows what's going on now. You're wrapping paper everywhere, mate. Oh, mate. The, the house is already full of toys. Never mind. More toys. Don't have kids. Right. Thanks for the we'll... advice. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> another, another fantastic reason to be happy is that I told you guys, and I think Scott agreed a little bit, which is scary, that the Browns would actually win the division, which is it can happen, scary. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think I think it can happen, can't it? Because yeah, it, it can Steelers because lost. Steelers lost. Oh yeah. my lord! So Scott was saying that he doesn't agree because, um. The Steelers would beat the Bengals and then it would be impossible, didn't you? That's what you said. That that um, was the reason I didn't back it Yeah, I thought yeah. Steelers would go down shitter like you said, but I thought yeah. they'd at least beat the Bengals. Which... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> is scary, yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I said they probably will beat the Bengals, but they'll lose out from there. Yeah. And I think the Browns would win out, uh, which is actually really scary. The Steelers lost to the Bengals. Uh, they are looking, I mean, they're looking terrible. The last yeah, few I games mean, look terrible. It can't, it can't happen to a nice guy, can it? Big Ben, absolutely I'm, going down. I couldn't be happier, you know. I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I'm not even a, a fan of a division, the team in that division. Or I'll do a, have a little soft spot for the Browns. But I, yeah, I you do. have a more you're, you're than a little a, soft spot. You have a soft spot. I like, I like Baker. Baker's a good quarterback, you know. I've got to admit, he's been playing well. He's been playing, he's playing very well. well he's been playing well recently. Well, that's what we said, didn't we? As soon as Odell went down, we said he's going to play better without him. 
I didn't expect him to do this well, though. I thought he'd still stumble a bit. But he's, just, yeah, just, I've got to admit. Got to let's admit, just put it out there. So Baker Mayfield and the Browns are on the same record as Drew Brees and the Saints, Russell Wilson yep. and the Seahawks. Uh, what, what are the Packers on? Uh, they're 12 and oh, not two of them. Scrap that then. <laughs> yeah, some some decent teams anyway. Some decent teams. Yeah, well, to be fair, I think apart from Chiefs this year, and even Chiefs, I think have had the moments where they've only—is it six games in a row they've won by six points or less? It's like an NFL record. Like they're scraping through some wins, even Chiefs. So, but that's a good—that's the no, sign of a good team, I think. If you can, if you can. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind it. I don't get yeah, why everyone's harking on about that. Like, shut the fuck up. They've got Mahomes. They've got Andy <laughs> Reid. They they they're still winning games like they're not losing like everyone they're just needs to be quiet about the, that. It's they're the defense, and it that's the, that's the worry. It's the defense. But Man United won Premier Leagues after Premier Leagues year in year out by winning games one nil. That that no one ever complained then. So I don't know. I, I don't like to say I don't get why it's a bad thing at all. If you won six games straight. Can, who cares? Like, a win's a win. A win's yeah. a win. Yeah, but what I'm saying, I mean, apart from Chiefs, like nobody's looking that good are they? Like is all, somebody's losing to somebody or everyone's yeah. got an issue. It's a uh, Brown's got a chance, man. Gents, there isn't much else, much of the news to go through, is there, really, apart from the fact that the Jets beat the Rams, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> and uh, the Jets have now absolutely screwed themselves and the Jags have got them on a pick. Mad? It's crazy. I mean, I, I'm still a big fan of Donald, so I mean, good on him for saving his job. Because to me, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence would nailed on number one pick. Like, if they picked Trevor Lawrence and traded Sam Donald, yeah, fair, I get it. Like, don't pass upon that. Would you still trade Sam Darnold and trade and draft Justin Fields? Like, I think I he might have saved his job. No, I would. I, I, if I think the Jets need a fresh start, I think everything needs to just go. Now, and I agree with you, it's not Sam Darnold's, Sam Darnold's fault. And I actually like Sam Darnold. I think he'd do very, mm. very well in a franchise where there's actual coaching staff there. Like we well, saw yeah. with Baker when Baker had the nightmare coaching staff there. You know, there was no chance he was going to do well because... You need to develop in this league, and without someone coaching you to do that, it is impossible. But Sam Darnold's had a rough ride for the first three years of his career in the NFL. And I saw this at the UK and Ireland Jets on Twitter messaging you, saying that yeah, they, yeah. Thought it, they thought Sam Darnold wasn't very good. I was like, yeah, oh my God, you're giving him a hard time here. Like, I, I thought that was harsh. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was really harsh. <laughs> that, like, he hasn't been amazing, and I'm not claiming he has, but I think there's definitely talent there, which... Put, put an actual head coach in there, proper head coach. It could yeah. definitely work with. I mean, and some I, I surrounding talent would be nice as well. Correct, Tom. Yeah, yeah not, exactly, not, not exactly. butchers and plumbers. <laughs> when uh, when somebody was saying that they thought Joe Flacco were doing better than Darnold, that's when I just kind of that, yeah, that did it for me. Yeah, good night. No, can't, can't, can't deal with that. Stop Joe the Flacco world! I'm done. getting off. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. I, I hope for Sam Darnold's sake as well. I hope he goes because yeah, I know, do. that's. He needs a he needs a fresh start as well as the Jets, like you say. Just some sounding talent, a coach, like anything, would be an upgrade on it. So get get over to the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, competitioning. Right, gents, we'll move on to our um, predictions. Which, by the way, me and Tom absolutely smashed this week. I think this could have been a, quite an easy week though, because it was an um, easy week. Because yeah. I, I went through all the scores, put them into the spreadsheet for the actual competition running, and I, I think I. 10 people out of the competition got all six right, <laughs> which is, it was concerning. I was feeling really happy when Tom said we got all six and I was realising that it's through everybody else. So, Apart from Scott. What Apart from me. I got five. I just ah. tried to be clever with that. I tried to be clever with Lions, Titans and try and catch Tom up. It didn't work. So, What a terrible show that was. Eh. Wasn't the yeah. best show you've had. <laughs> right, should we get into the games then? Yes. We're doing five minutes a game, aren't we? Yeah, you've got a little alarm there. Yeah, I've got a little alarm. What's what's the alarm tone? It won't make a noise. I'll just see it. Oh, oh what? Yeah. So we're going with Seahawks at football team at first. So this was a fairly close defensive game. I mean, close maybe in terms of scoreline, but never really felt particularly close because one team has Dwayne Haskins, who exactly. was probably he thinking had... about the strip club that he was going to be going to after the game, during the game. He had one so good drive, to be fair. Well. He had one good drive. I think he made like... Give him a sticker. Like, seven out of eight passes. Fucking do. <laughs> Ryan Finley had some good drives yesterday. Like, yeah, but oh, give him a sticker. He needs he need to sticker him. Yeah, give him a gold medal, to be fair. But anyway, um, this... 
wasn't a particularly good game to watch. Um, the new cameras were the most exciting thing about the game. Oh, man. And, yeah, and even they freaked me out a bit. I felt like I was, had like a VR headset on or something like that. It's like watching the uh, every, your, picture, your iPhone and took a portrait mode picture. That's what it was. Yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a bit weird. I think it was because it was so low. Like if it was just like head height, it would have been fine. But I felt like mm. I was looking up at the world and I don't look up, look up at people. I don't look up at people. Taller than most of the people. So it was very confusing for me. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that, mate. You're welcome. I only just got the words out as well. Anyway, <laughs> Washington couldn't really stop the run. Carlos Hyde, who should not be having 50-yard touchdown runs, had a 50-yard touchdown run. Ever. Yes, the safety fell over, but he shouldn't really be getting past the linebackers. Um, and then the only thing for me on the Seahawks' offense was, is the passing game a bit of a concern? The, the team has basically inverted itself from the start of the season. Like... You could argue that they're just winning by whatever means necessary. That's great. That's what good teams do. But they have completely switched now, really. They've had a few slow games on the passing side of things. And at the start of the season, they were lighting everyone on fire. So as a Seahawks fan, Harry, how do you feel yeah. about it? So I saw somebody saying that they're concerned that DK isn't isn't creating space. He has never been really a, a receiver that, that makes space himself. He's usually a receiver that will just win contested catches a lot. Or just outrun someone. He's not really like a, a Stefan Diggs or Michael Thomas where he can make space himself. Uh, however, I think the concerning thing is as well, when, when he's not getting space, neither is Lockett. And usually that's what has been working well when one's being marked out the game, the other one is, isn't. However, they're, they're both currently like struggling at the same time, which is an issue. However, I suppose it's a... When they had most of their production was when Chris Carson was out, you know, and they, and, and they were having issues with um, Carlos Hyde. But I, I don't know. It, it, apparently, well, not apparently, the Washington defense is quite highly ranked against the pass. So let's not. I think that's the bit you got. Yeah, that's the bit you got to take from that game. And I mean, they went and they went and beat up the Jets. They were supposed to be against Jets, put points against them, uh, and then they've come against Washington team who, especially when when Haskins is playing and they've got no offence that just shows how good that defence is that they've been winning what four games straight or whatever yeah. so it is a class defence like and Seattle's problem is they're all line isn't it so you get a good well. pass rush yeah it, well. it, it's done alright but that's their problem like if, if you had to pick up on that offence it is the all line so when you come up against a real top pass rush like Washington like Chase yeah. Young and people like that he's going to have less time to throw his rush isn't he so they're not going to get as open they've got Two seconds to get open rather than four, for example, and like. I think what that's. I think the issue with Seattle as well, they've completely moved away from design runs for for Russell. So I know, I know predominantly he is a scrambler rather than a design run, running back uh, quarterback. But I think with a few design runs in there, it would mix it up a little bit, make it less predictable. Because right I haven't really done that. I think there was a few seasons where he had a few design runs where he was. The handoff was pretty obvious. Like he was never going to hand it off. He was always going to go the opposite way. Maybe not as much as let's say like you know, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess it's probably when, like you say, when the run game's not working. Like if Carlos Hyde's uh, getting off runs like that, then you obviously don't need to let Russ run there because if Carlos Hyde's running through teams, then just let him do it. But yeah. when Carson's playing better, um, and they've got yeah, you've got some some need to get Wilson involved in running games as well, then fine. But I think, yeah, while they're winning games like that, just, just let, it, let it carry on. Don't put him in harm's way if you don't have to, I guess. I think they'll struggle against the Rams, though, because the Rams have got yeah, good defence. Yeah, and good defence. And they've been struggling against good defences, which is obviously you know, that, that can happen with a, a good offence. But I think they'll really struggle. And But the only hope is that the Seahawks' defence is now improving. So hopefully, with Jared Goff struggling, that will contract it. By the way, Time. We're out of time doing five minutes game, five minutes per game. But I'm going to shit all over that comment you just finished with. Then um, the last four games, yes, the Seahawks defense has looked better. Do you know who they have played in those four games? Shut up, Tom. I so don't care about that. Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. They've played Colt McCoy and the Giants. They've played Sam Darnold and the Jets, and they've played Dwayne Haskins and the football team. Smashed the life out of them, didn't they? Any defense would improve over those four weeks. Well, so the Jets just beat the Rams. You have to take that with a grain of salt. And we said the Rams have got a good defense. It's a week-to-week league, isn't it? 
But yeah, exactly. four weeks in a row, yes, you've got better, but it's against some bars of shite. So well, the Rams' offense has been struggling a little bit. So let's um, and now Kamaikas looks like he's out. Yeah, yeah big. They do, big. but they never struggle against um, the Seahawks' defense. But we'll anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get minutes. to that in our next episode. Yeah. So our next game was the Patriots at the Dolphins. We all got this one right. Bill Belichick was beaten by a rookie quarterback, which hardly ever happens. And Tua literally did it, I think, really by whatever means necessary. Like When you looked at the skill plays that he had in that game, I don't think that some of those guys would have started at Alabama if they were with him there, <laughs> based on the people that he'd, he'd worked with at Alabama, um, which, I mean, says a lot about Alabama, how well that they can yeah. recruit. Yeah. Um, but to, whilst Tua hasn't looked great, really, since he came in, he looked great against the Cardinals. Yeah. But he's not really done anything too special, has he? But he's also not got a lot around him, not got a particularly good offensive line. So, although it's scrappy, I think it's still actually really quite promising to see the Dolphins keep on winning games. I like I like Dolphins. I know it goes against everything I said pre-season, but I don't know. I think they look good. I think they look strong. With Tua, he, he shows signs of a complete quarterback, which is great when they do recruit talent because they're going to have a good draft again this year. Well, good picks anyway. So, <clears throat> I can see... You know, more improvements to that offense, get another couple of receivers in there. Why not? Two or three. But by the way, I'm going to say something now, which is going to be amazing because I am, I'm, my memory is up there. It's up there at the top. So you two slated me by saying that I was bonkers by picking a rookie quarterback against Bill, Bill Belichick. Oh, well, we I picked, picked him too. The Chargers against the Patriots. Oh, there sorry. are exceptions. That's, di- that's different, though. The Dolphins' like, defense is class. Them. Yeah. <laughs> And the Chargers wasn't, and the coaching staff for the Dolphins is great. So whilst, yeah. yes, it normally is just the rookie quarterbacks that, that can't beat the Patriots, but there's still other things that go into it. Plus the fact the Patriots have been on a meltdown since then as well. Um, they've looked terrible. Like Cam is playing himself out of a job. Cam next Newton is year. terrible. Cam Newton is yeah. terrible. Um, so like, there are other factors into it as well. Um, but yeah, we did call you stupid for that, correct? I mean, it was. It was 45 nil. So, I mean, that was about the worst pick of the entire season. And I just picked the Lions, picked the Titans. So, that's saying something. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I kind of... I know you're saying, like, Tua's not done anything special. I, I get what you mean. He hasn't, like, played like Justin Herbert and absolutely thrown 300-yard games for fun and thrown touchdowns everywhere. I get he hasn't done that, but I, like, kind of Ari just said, then he has been a bit more of a complete quarterback. Like, he's, he's very accurate. He's not making mistakes. I think he looks more mature is kind of what... I've liked about it. He's just, he looks like he's been playing for five years. If you were to pick one quarterback now coming out of college, all fit, well, all in the same state of the yard now, sorry. Um, and you could pick again now out of Tua, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow, who would you take? With Joe Burrow's injury as it is now? Let's say before he got like, before, I get, before I get injured. Yeah. I probably would, I'd probably still take Burrow's, but. To, I'd probably take him in order they went. I'd probably take take Joe yeah. Burrow then to where really? then Herbert. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd probably take Joe Burrow last. I think I think Burrow. Uh, you got to see what comes back from injury, like, aren't you? I mean, they've looked apart, apart from last night when they somehow pulled that Steelers win out and Finley. <laughs> Finley got something done. He got some. He got something done, but that was Steelers absolutely shit in the bed. I think we should have a uh, um, a quick mention for. Juju Smith-Schuster oh, completely mate. shitting the bed. <laughs> absolute dope. Not that just shows well, stop dancing before the game with a helmet. Try and play yeah. football first. I heard on a podcast this morning that he um, he had 93 receiving yards, was it yesterday, something like that, which is yeah. the highest for the season. But since the start of the season, he's released 95 TikToks. What? So no, he's, he's still ahead on it. It, it is embarrassing. He's a grown-up. Like I get that he's younger than us. And he's what in his early twenties, but still grown ass man. He's a millionaire from football, and he's like trying to make a bit of spare money from TikTok. Like, mate, just play football. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Bell absolutely leveled him. That was that was quite nice to watch. To be fair, the sound it made as well. Patriots wise, though, it's worrying, isn't it? It is really worrying. Signs. I think Bill Belichick will be out there in the season. Uh, Where's he going to go? Like, he's not going to start again, though, is he? Like. He's not going to build another culture at his age and start completely from scratch. So, is he going to try rebuild Patriots with what's there, or uh, go to know. the Buccaneers? That would be, be hilarious. 
<laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Arians got fired, but it, it I, I, don't think that would, that one, I don't think that will happen. That is actually the one place I can see him going. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. If he get, if he goes down to Tampa, it's because he's got a retirement home. Exactly, but he's sixty-seven or whatever he is. He probably does. Well, one last go with the Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see that. I just can't. Funny though, wouldn't uh-huh. it be funny? I, I don't it think he stays at Patriots though because Patriots are an absolute shit show now. So. I don't know. I still think he's going to like the challenge. Like, if he just bails after one season, I think that reflects badly upon him. No, and kind of just like his attitude. Um, I won't be. It won't be a good reflection on him. Like, I I think he'll enjoy the challenge of trying to build a team up again because he's as much a team builder as he is a coach. He is, but he's a losing coach without Tom Brady in his career. He is. But I think that's potentially going to drive him even more to to get a winning season. One more season without Tom Brady, he loses again. It kind of like puts a damper on his legacy. Another season would do it, yeah. But can't have but, I mean, if if Tom Brady stays in Tampa next year, they'll more than likely have a losing season. So, no, they won't. It'd be forty-four. They absolutely will. They absolutely will. Forty-four. It'll take one hit right, in we'll preseason and get destroyed. Right, they don't have a preseason. Yeah. I think I made this going to be an absolute nightmare. This COVID shit. Right. True. Move on. What's uh, the next game? Next game: the Eagles at the Cardinals. Um, so a very fun game. I thought this. Um, in yeah, the end, yeah, great game. Um, Cardinals ended up coming out on top. The Eagles were missing a bunch of players from their secondary. Now, do you guys think if they'd been fully healthy, they had all their all their defensive starters? Do you think that the Eagles could have won this game? I think they could have won the game the way the way they were then. I think they were unlucky to lose. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say the same. I don't think that would have made a difference. I think Hertz obviously played. I've, I've got to admit, I mean, like, three starters in secondary absolutely makes a difference. Yeah, I, I, no, what I'm saying, it, I think, it does. I think it definitely but, would have made a difference. But what I'm saying is, I think even in the depleted show they were then, I think they could have won then. I think they were that. I think they were a good team. So yeah, they they, like I definitely think the three starters would have made a difference. Were those three starters going to make a difference over Hopkins though? Like I know Slay were missing one and stuff like that, but would he have covered? Yeah, New yeah. Hopkins. He might might have fouled him. No yeah, one can really said, cover Hopkins, fouls. but. I just think that if they would have made it, it's it's going to help on you like the second or third receivers. Yeah, it probably is. I I think you'd have seen Kyler run it more. I think that's all you'd have seen. Like like we said last week, Tom, they play man to man, don't they? And what? all that means is all cornerbacks, little backs turn to Kyler Murray. If he can't feel it, he'd have just taken off. I'm not sure he's running that much anymore though because of that injury. They don't need to when he's he's running again at the weekend. He looked good. Yeah, he did. He it did was one of his better good. games. You know, yeah, I like Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. I mean, I don't it's know why good. we really doubted him because he did have a great college career, really. He was class at Alabama and Oklahoma, so yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't sort of hate on him that much. Because there were like <laughs> still things that like he'd miss, like he'd miss some like big passes. Like he, one thing which I saw, he was actually throwing the ball with a bit more precision. Like he was putting some mm. touch on it, getting it yeah. up and over defenders into the right spot. Whereas he didn't really do that in college. In college, he was always surrounded by incredible talent. Um, there was always better than the opposition, pretty much. Yeah, which is a, which is a big advantage. So, whilst he was always like a very good leader, very cool, very like collected, pretty good in the big moments. I think there was still bits missing from his passing game, but he did look a lot better. So, so even in the first game against the Packers, so I know he came in against the Packers, Packers, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so even in that one, he looked a little bit dodgy throwing the ball, but he looked a lot better at the weekend. But it is. They, they they should use him as a running quarterback, pretty much. I think. Yeah, I think so too. He's got very um, good. Like his his two runs in the third quarter, one of them on a fourth down to get the first down to keep the drive going was incredible. And then his the t- the touchdown that finished that drive, he went through like three tackles. Yeah, because he was so slick. Just because he was like so slippery, like he didn't do it with power necessarily. He just don't know. The defenders looked like they slipped right off him. So he's going to be dynamic with his legs, and they should definitely keep on using it. Just hopefully Miles Sanders doesn't take the ball off him when they try and run an RPO again. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that as much as I still really like Wentz, I've got to, I've got to say I think Hurts suits the offense more. Awesome Wentz. The Eagles, the, the Eagles, but the Eagles are better with Hurts right now. They're, they're definitely yes, are. they definitely. Yes, you want to know um, why? Do you want to know why? Because he's not shitting the bed. Well, Wentz no, obviously Hurts shitting the bed. Yeah, well, it's not a bad season, but I would still right now say he's a better quarterback. I'm just saying that. The the Eagles' offense is 
run a lot better around Hertz, who runs better, and yeah, maybe he's making better decisions. Maybe he is right now. Can't can't say that. Wentz where's, where's Carson Wentz going then? I mean, Colts makes most sense, doesn't it? But yeah, Frank it Reich, Frank Reich, and they need a quarterback, so it kind of makes the most sense. But if he yeah. gets traded, it won't be till after June because of the salary cap implication. But even all the people thinking that it'll be bad for the Eagles if they keep him, they take that salary cap hit and then trade him. It's not actually that bad a thing, really, because you're getting Jalen Hurts for so little money. Yeah. That when you look in terms of how much you actually spend on the overall quarterback position, it's not that bad. Um, but usually, when you've got a rookie quarterback, you can capitalise on that and bolster other positions, but they, don't, they won't be able to, will they? I think they probably would, they should take less of a draft pick to get rid of the cap than where use the cap money and then get a higher draft pick because, you know, like you say, you can't. You can't take advantage of a rookie quarterback that much when you've got twenty million in dead cap, whatever, whatever Correct. it ends up being. You can't, but also the free the free agent acquisitions that they've made recently, especially from the wide receiver point of view, haven't been very good. So no, they should just. They have not. I mean, they maybe haven't drafted very well. Jalen Rager doesn't look as good as some of the other guys that went that they, that he went ahead of. Um, mm. Doesn't look as good. Tom, that's an understatement. <laughs> it is a slight understatement. Shit. No, no, he doesn't look shit. That, that, no, that, no, that's no I'm saying, I'm saying, shit! What an understatement! Um, like uh, he, he looks miles behind some of these guys. Well, when you said Jefferson went to pick later, didn't he? Whatever. So they definitely should have taken Jefferson. Crazy Jefferson or Ike is, is, is who they should have gone for. But anyway, it's wonderful hindsight, isn't it? Yep. One last thing to say: uh, DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league, hands down. No, he fumbles the ball too much. I think he's he's, to, he's definitely top three. He's fumbles the ball too much. He's good for three or four fumbles a year, Hopkins. He's also good for three or four game-winning catches. So, so like, so are some of the top five receivers that don't drop the ball, don't fumble the ball away. Who? Who? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae Adams. Right now. Um, I'd take Tyreek Hill over him probably, depending on what scheme you have. No, I, I no. Wouldn't. Fine. Tom was mental. Tom's lost the plot. Right, I'm next game. Anyway. Next game was the Chiefs at the Saints. Um, so this game, I don't know about you guys, I kind of thought it was a bit underwhelming. It had a lot of hype and it, it was a bit disappointing, in my opinion anyway. Oh, Scott looks like he very much disagrees I, there. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, I don't get how this game was so close. That's what I'm going to say. Like, no. it, was well, the, it was the shit game for how close it was. Crap. It was close because the Saints' defence played about as well as they possibly could have against Mahomes, yet they still <laughs> managed to give up 33 points. Like, they, they played really well. Mahomes just made a couple of absolutely magic plays, putting the balls in places that only his receiver can get them. And yeah. Drew, B, um, Drew, Drew Brees, Drew Brees couldn't complete a pass <laughs> for the first two quarters of the game. He looked sad, didn't he? He looked. He shouldn't have been playing. I don't think. I don't Drew think Brees, he should have played him anyway. Wounded man. Like, like, I think they should have actually waited, played Taysom Hill. All yeah. right, they, might have, they probably still. They probably would have still lost. Um, but yeah. if that's a, if that's a Super Bowl rematch, like when it comes to Chiefs playing him again, they've only got tape on Taysom Hill. So they're expecting this RPO run offense and then Drew Brees is in there. Well, I mean, there's like, style there's offense. 18, like years, there's yeah. 18 years of tape on Drew Brees, Scott. No, I'm not saying they wouldn't know what to do with him. I'm just saying it's different tape and actually playing him in person. No, I know, yeah. but they've played... They must have played Drew Brees. They would. They oh, would have, but... Sure, they played I mean, him at some point. But <laughs> it, and anyway, what I mean is it would have uh, it would have saved Drew Brees a bit because it... He looked a bit. He still looked beaten up, didn't he? I don't think he was fit. Uh, yeah, I I agree on that side. They shouldn't have played him. Taysom Hill probably offered more of a uh, a faster offense against against another fast offense. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they, they thought they had a chance have, to win. They wouldn't have won. I think we, they wouldn't have won with I, Taysom Hill. They wouldn't. No, have they were always going to lose this game. I think the the bigger thing was probably, especially with Drew Brees playing in there. Michael Thomas wasn't there, and he's a safety blanket, isn't he? Yeah, true. Um, so I think not having him was a big miss. So like, maybe you could argue why they played Breeze if they're trying to shake some rust off early enough before the playoffs so that hopefully there's no more rust on there. But at yeah, the same yeah. time, like he could have been taken out for the rest of the season with a bad hit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said Travis Kelsey would be the offensive player of the year, didn't I? 
I thought you said your memory was. I thought you said your memory was amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I'm so, pretty sure he did, but he won't be. He will be. He won't be. He will be. A tight end is going to win. Titans leading the league in receiving yards right now. Still won't win the award. Won't He'll just get a no. special mention for having a great season. Get, get him a slap on the back. Yeah. Get an extra million pound in his bank account for a bonus or something. But yeah, he's not He's not going that award. Sorry, Travis Kelsey wins that award. Definitely Easy. doesn't. Definitely doesn't. Um, anyway, also in this game, the Chiefs ran 92 plays. Which I think is absolutely absurd. Like that's two games worth for some teams that like love to just run the that's ball. That's a joke. Yeah, ninety two plays is insane. Um, but yeah. yeah, that Saints defense I think did play really well. I think they were quite unlucky to end end up losing. But it does say a lot when you play very well against um, the Chiefs as a defense and still concede thirty three points. Like, yeah, what are you really like supposed to do? They're a super team. Yeah. It's very simple. Still don't think they win the Super Bowl. Oh, I think they do. I, I do just, as well. I who, who's who's going to beat them to Who's going to knock them out? Can uh, say the Raiders? It, it, depend, it, <laughs> it would have been great if Raiders were in there. I'd loved it. No, I, I'd, pick, I'd take the ball, ball over them right now. Nah. I think I think Sean McDermott... He's not a better coach than Reid, but he's a defensive coach. He'll have some there from I think. And actually, Bills, I know they're conceding a lot, but I think aren't they some weird stat, like they've got the most fourth quarter turnovers and things like that. They've got some really weirdly who you planning for, defensive Scott? stats. Who are you planning for in the, that offence? Who are you planning for? Kelsey. Like, uh, yeah, then, uh, and then what Kelsey. happens to Tyreek Hill? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know, obviously. <laughs> but I'd put Javis White on Kelsey and I'd double Hill, put one cornerback and then put a safety over him. <laughs> so then you're, you're like... Uh, Miko Harbin and all them open. Sammy Watkins. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying they can hold them to seven points. I'm saying no. I think they'll beat them. It's just a team that can come at you at all angles. It's just so hard. There's a Do reason why they lost one game. Yeah, yeah. You think that Chiefs team can stop Josh Allen and however he's thrown to like 13 would, different receivers? That would be teams. a shootout. It would be a massive yeah, it shootout. Will. It wouldn't be a close game. No. Well, right. Next game. Next game was the Lions at the Titans. So this was Scott's shit show of the week. Oh, well. His prediction. <laughs> um, and with this game, obviously, didn't end up being close at all. Derek Henry controlled the game, as he has done so often for of the course. last three years. Obvious. But also, I think, I think Tannehill, Tannehill got a lot of plaudits last year because we didn't expect him to play as well as he did. So he kind of like took a little bit out of um, Derek Henry, whereas I feel like this year it might have swapped a little bit on almost Tannehill isn't quite getting enough love because he is playing very, very well. He is. Um, he had completed 78% of his passes, 273 yards, three touchdown passes. He had an absolute bomb to Corey Davis. who made a great move as well. Um, but yeah, this Titans offense, when they're going, they scored on three straight possessions to open up the game and they just never really looked back. And that's quite difficult to stop. Like Their big issue is their defense and that could be a big problem in the playoffs. But... In terms of their offense, it's absolutely cooking. And it's not just Derrick Henry. Tannehill is playing really well. Are they the best offense? Sorry, go on. I was going to say, are they the best offense in the league, do you think? Playoff football-wise, I know Chiefs are more exciting. The the Titans have scored more points, have had more 40-point games, and can run the ball with Derrick Henry. and just They don't need as good a defense because they can run it so well. Yeah, but no, not going to argue with that. And I think Tannehill's, this is what I was going to say then, Tannehill's done a great job that they're not reliant on that run game. So if, if they do get behind, they can. They have got Tannehill and AJ Brown to go and try and catch up and then obviously run the game, run the ball down. And then, however, I would all, in a passing league, I would always take the Chiefs ahead of the Titans just because... I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's no... It's not like a, um, like a landslide. It's a tight one, but... I would just always take the passing, better passing team because they all win in any situation. Whereas Derrick Henry probably, you know, nine times out of ten, will beat a team, but there'll be that chance where, like, like the Browns, the Browns, for example, the Browns. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think the Chiefs can obviously come from behind a hell of a lot better than the Titans can. Like, yeah, Tannehill's been great, but if they've got to chase a team and Henry's less of a factor, then yeah, maybe Tannehill doesn't. 
you know, he's not going to stack up against Mahomes, is he? He's not, no. he's not that but good. I think Tannehill is almost playing better than last year, though, because I yeah. think last year was such a splash, but he's had longer in the system now, more comfortable with, with all the players as well. It just looks like he's in a lot better control of that system than that he already kind of mastered last year yeah. in half a dozen starts. So I think the only way is up for them. But yeah, in a passing league, you definitely take Chiefs over um, over them. For me, with uh, the Titans, with Tannehill, I think that it just fits very, very well. Like a very yeah. like the whole thing. Yeah. So having Derrick Henry is obviously a bonus to any quarterback in the league. But I just think the scheme, the head coach, the quarterback—they all fit very, very well. And having a receiver like AJ Brown there is just obviously amazing for Tannehill. Yeah, of course. But we've seen. Monster receivers wasted by inadequate quarterbacks, and it clearly shows. I know you went too high on Tannehill. Uh, this is not I told you so because I know you can change opinions yeah. on quarterbacks. But he he has shown this this year that it wasn't just a a one off season last year. This was his like year to say, look, this is what I am capable of doing when there's somebody that knows what they're doing behind me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I definitely wasn't high on Tannehill to start the season. I think I was more going off. He's had ten games with Titans versus four years with Dolphins and we saw you know you saw yeah. that Tannehill versus half a season but he's, he's sold me this year yeah I mean I still wouldn't say he's a top five quarterback by any means I think he's he's got a lot of help around him but yeah fair play to him he has he has definitely put himself up there with well, he's, he's been in class yeah he's been in class I think he's if in anything, the top ten now and that's yeah, easily, yeah, that's fair, easily. Yeah. yeah if anything this year I think has said a lot about the importance of a head coach I know in the past we've said like maybe maybe not so much like said it as dominantly, but like there's been players you've said that will fit into any team, and you know there've been players that are like as I know we were saying was it Belichick was it Brady that kind of argument, but we've mm-hmm. seen this year the importance of a good head coach, and you go to like Stefanski with the Browns, you go to McVeigh with the Rams who who tries to get the most out of that team in every way possible. You've seen the Cardinals struggle at times when the head coach hasn't been on point. You know, you've seen Mike Vrabel really do extraordinarily well with that team there in, in the Tennessee. So it, I do think. And then obviously you have um, head coaches have done terribly with Matt Patricia at the Lions, Adam Gates at the Jets. You know, these guys, you know, these guys epitomize yeah. the, the self-destruction of a team. You know, why have you paid this guy to run your team when you know that he's absolutely garbage and you're still paying Adam Gase? It's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely How is that happening? <laughs> there is people around the world unemployed and that idiot is coaching an NFL team. He can't even tank properly. Like, he can't? He <laughs> messed that up. <laughs> I think that no, was all like, spite. Players and, players and coaches don't tank, though. Like, the no, whole tanking thing is ridiculous. Like, it, is, it is stupid. I hate, I hate people saying that. It's stupid. I mean, yeah. It is very He's stupid. Got, yeah, it was the head... A, the a head. front office can tank because they can, they've got personnel yeah. control. They can cut players. But the players and the, and the coaches, every week they're going to go out and win. Or try yeah, and win. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy well, to think people. Think tries, he just doesn't do very well. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do very well at all. He absolutely should not Jesus be a head coach. Idiot. Anyway, what can we say right, much more about them? So our final game then, the six, was the Sunday night game. So that was the Browns at the Giants. So again, a fairly comfortable win um, for the Browns. Um, Colt McCoy wasn't really ever going to do anything. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. But like, like we touched upon at the start of the episode. Here, well, I mean, it's basically just turns a bit of a Baker fest, didn't it? Baker played really well again. So he completed 84% of his passes, just under 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, and he is kind of probably in the form of his life since the end of that rookie season. Over the last four games, he's thrown 10 touchdowns, averaged 308 yards a game, and he had the one interception, which is what he's, as he's ever played. Um, so I think if the Browns have got any chance to clinch that division title, which is still open as we talked about, he needs to keep that up. I, you know what, you know I like the Browns. I like Baker Mayfield. We, me and Scott discussed over time and time again. He just needs that chip to come off his shoulder. I think that has happened, and I think he's feeling that that team now. You know, he's he's able to find players without having to. You see him as Scott said that last week. I think it was. He's actually going through his reads. He's not just going like. 
like flustered and just like hoping that someone comes open. You see him go like, okay, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. And he's finding players, not just the one player. So it's Higgins, Peoples-Jones, Landry. They're all getting used. So I think if it looks impressive. But what is a worry now is that they've had injuries to that offensive line who have been predominantly fit all season. Um, I think they went down to like the third choice right guard at one point uh, in the Giants game, which is really not good. Um, I think, is it, what, what's the guy's name we keep forgetting? Uh, Wyatt, can't, Wyatt can't. Teller. Uh, Teller, yeah, yeah, Wyatt yeah, Teller, yeah. yeah, he's out. So hopefully he's back for the next game for them because Baker Mayfield, I think, has been sacked 15 times this season. Which, nothing, is it? Which is, yeah, you're right, Scott. That is it's nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> that, is, that, that is once a game. Yeah, that's, that that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I mean, I, you know, I've got, I've, I've got, I've, again, same as Tannehill, Baker's starting to prove me wrong, and I'm coming around to him a bit. That was the, probably the most impressive game, I think, from Baker. And not be, like better than when he threw five touchdowns against Bengals or was it Bengals? Whoever it was. Um, yeah. Probably better than the, the Titans, Titans as well. well. I think it was better but, than the Titans game. I think it was better than Titans, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, Titans game, great. Like, they went, and I think they just completely caught Titans off guard and, and smashed them in the first half and then didn't know what to do. There's a lot I of think the Browns it, defense too for the Titans because they stopped Derrick Henry. It, yeah, well, yeah. And I, th- I think Baker took advantage of a lot of stuff in that game uh, and still played really well. Whereas this time, the Giants have got a really good defense. All right. But they Colt have. Colt McCoy playing offense, so they didn't have much going forward, but they've got a great defense. And he looked. Calm. He, he wasn't. You're right. He wasn't yeah, he Baker, where he's like throwing these. Oh shit! I'm gonna get sacked. Let me throw up a triple coverage. I'm not, sure if you saw the, not sure if you saw the play on his own like five yard line, but the pocket collapsed and he kept kept cool and he ran for like ten yards and, and he, he got the first down. And that kind of that play yeah. epitomized like the the progress that he's made. Because usually he'd just like fold or like run backwards and yeah. get safety or whatever, or make a bad pass. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it would panic. It would, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. sheer panic. And it, maybe he'd pass the ball and it would end up being in a, in a, a pick six or something. But well, I think I think with this, cool. this is coaching as well, though. I think Stefanski right, deserves so much credit. Yep. Um, last year was a disaster because they had kitchens and it seemed like it was never really going to work from the start. But to have like an actual offensive guru, someone who's probably calling games as well as he ever has done. I think they've both kind of found their groove at the exact same time. Yep. Baker playing really well and Stefanski doing really well from a like schematic and play calling point of view. So the only thing that you hope is that they've not kind of hit their stride a little bit too early and like they, they can't stutter against the Jets next week. Like They have to win that game before they yeah. can get to week 17 because if they don't win next week, then they could miss out on the playoffs altogether depending on what, how the madness. results go. So, like, they absolutely have to win this game. They can't do an, a Browns situation from last year or I think what uh, like that. they need to win. I think what the, the bonus has been, the Browns has been that um, the fact that the running game worked so well in the first how many weeks, it allowed Baker to ease into this without having to be on Baker to win the games for them. And we, we spoke about this over and over again um, when we um, analysed the Browns. They were allowing Baker to be just a normal quarterback, and now he's coming to his own the last few games and proven that he can he can do this. Yeah, no, he has, yeah. and it's good to see. You just want yeah. to see a little bit more from that defense as well. Miles I know they've played Colt McCoy, but Miles Garrett's struggling, isn't he? After COVID, since COVID, he's really struggling. I mean, there's not much else on that defense either. He's got to do it by himself, hasn't he? But pretty much. Uh, yeah. Apart yeah. from Taki Taki, Taki Taki is great. Just because you can say Taki Taki. <laughs> it's a they, name, they've, always, they've always only got one cornerback fit too. Either Denzel Ward or yeah, they uh, Williams. They've yeah, only got one of them fit. They do. All right then. That's the end of our games then. So, player of the week. Before we do that, are there any games you guys want to mention beforehand? I mean, obviously we talked about Jets Rams, didn't we? That was a, that was a big one. But... I mean, that was just hilarious. And it's just it's worth mentioning again, just because of of how funny it was. <laughs> but I, I think the Rams are going to come out firing this week against Seahawks. I think they're going to be pissed. Like, yeah, they're proper riding them in training this week. And yeah. I worry if, if I was Seahawks, I'd be pretty pissed off about them losing to the Jets because it's just it, it's just fired them up on it. But it's funny good, good for Donald. They've lost to the Jets, but if they if they beat the Seahawks next week, they win the division still. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they've, got, they've got a good record, I think, against Seattle as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. They have a very good record against Seattle. Yeah. Five and one in the last six games. All right, the Bucks, eh? Tom? Yeah, Bucks, Tom. What's going on? The Bucks? Pulled out, oh. pulled out a win, didn't you? But well, did you even watch it? Because it was in Atlanta, I, you don't. I did, watch it. I did watch it. <laughs> it, it, looked, it looked nice. It wasn't grey. It was green. It was... I was made up. I was all ready to just not watch the game. And I saw the first thing that came on with a game pass, this nice green turf. I was like, what's going on here? You haven't just like turned brightness on your TV, have you? you no, like, it was, a, it was actually contrast. green. It was actually green. It was mad. It was green. But, um, that game was the Falcons shit in the bed. Um, Tampa actually made coaching adjustments for the first time. Well done. Congratulations. They did their job. <laughs> but they, they also evidently can't game plan in an entire week because the offense comes out slow. Um, quite a lot. They've done it twice in a row now. The, f- mm. f- the first time last week was after coming out of your bye, which is pretty inexcusable, really. Yeah. So it's still a concern. Like this team will still be one and done in the playoffs, I imagine. Um, and yes, it's nice to see them win and see the Falcons lose, but it doesn't really give me any extra confidence. To How do you honest. think Leonard Fournette did? Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Not, my opinion on Leonard Fournette won't change in one game. It would have I, to change I, I, after like no, three I said, seasons. No, I said, how do you think he did? Okay. He did. Probably. I mean, I'd rather have Ronald Jones in there. I think that's fair. Yeah. But, I don't, I mean, this is the biggest U-turn I've ever seen. Yeah. But Leonard Fournette has just completely lost my faith. I mean... So happy you've said that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> that's happy the best you've seen the whole season. Line. Yeah, he's yeah. shit. He's really shit. Anyway, what were we saying? Player of the week. Is that what we're starting with? I was going to go with player, but you player. can do player okay. if you want. We'll do player. We'll do player. Okay. Um, we'll start with Scott. You know, not for, not for any stats and not for any sort of uh, amazing play he actually had. Just because it made me feel a bit good about life. My player of the week is Rigoberto Sanchez from the Colts. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude had cancer nice. two weeks ago. Had a two had a tumor removed two weeks ago, and actually he played with it. In him. I didn't realize, but until yeah, did, I read yeah. about it, he played with it actually after diagnosed and realized he wouldn't have a punter. Played, then got his surgery. Two weeks later, he's back like two punts for ninety-one yards. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a, it's not exactly a setting world on fire, is it? But <laughs> like, yeah, it's a nice it story, just just it? it's a nice story, isn't it? And it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's Christmas time. Makes you feel good. Good on him for good on him for doing it. Yeah, yeah, I like that, Scott. Very heart, heart, heartwarming there. Who's yours, Tom? Mine. I don't like to go with an obvious player, but I kind of felt like I had to. Uh, just Derek Henry. Oh. Just Derek Is he going to get to 2,000 yards? I think like he can. Now, with those two with, uh, you know, with Tom's soft cheese team to play. Soft cheese and the Texans, the worst rush and defense it, in the league. Like He should do it with like 50 yards to spare. Texans are shit, aren't they, all round? Is it what three hundred and twenty yards he needs? Is it something like that? Yeah, but I mean, when when you when you look at him Easy. for what he's done this season, he's yeah. first in carries, he's first in rushing yards, and he's tied for first with rushing touchdowns. When you just look at the rushing yards, he's one hundred ninety-five yards ahead of the next person, which is Dalvin right. Cook, who has missed a game from injury. But what you wouldn't get one hundred ninety-five yards in a game. Let's say Dalvin Cook got one hundred yards, he's ninety-five yards. He would be nice, still be ninety-five yards ahead. So he's having a ridiculous season again. Yep. But still, that doesn't tell you how good Dalvin Cook's been too, because he receives the ball a lot too. Yeah, Dalvin well, Cook's been I amazing. Want... Yeah, has yeah. Henry got the most scrimmage yards, or is he? Is he uh, somebody else beating him? Has Cook got more scrimmage yards. I think Cook will be challenging for that. Yeah, it must be close. I'd have thought it's close, but yeah, still my player is going to be Ryan Tannehill. By the way, same team, Tom. Five the touchdowns. Five touchdowns, incredible. Three for three, didn't he? Uh, oh, but yeah. he ran for two. He ran for two. Ran for, ran, for yeah. Yeah. ran for two touchdowns. He only missed six passes all game. So he so. had one less touchdown than passes than um, incomplete passes. <laughs> Incompletions. That's pretty impressive. That's yeah. some game that. Yeah. Nah. MVP. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> MVP for week fifteen. Yeah, Derek Henry's got more chance of MVP than Tannehill. Yeah. Right, bust of the week. Can we all say it at the same time? Mine's not the Rams. Oh. It's, not the Rams. <laughs> no, it's not the Rams either. 
<laughs> Mine's the Rams as a whole team. That is a piss poor display. Yeah. I mean, Aaron I mean, Donald still played well, but. Yeah, well. Aaron Donald uh, could play in with cement blocks on his feet and still play well. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I want to see one one week. I just want to see him line up with just one man on the field. It's just Donald, and he still gets a set. You heard that? He, for for 75% of his plays, he's been at least double teamed. Yeah, it's not surprising. It's the, only way, it's the only way to have a chance to stop what, him. What is surprising is 25% of his players, that means he's single cover, he's single team. Like, What kind of call are you making when you're just going, yeah, we'll let Aaron Donald, you know, centre can block him, it's fine. They're running plays, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it's just shit. They're, they're outside they're running plays or jet sweeps. Yeah. They'll be yeah. Yeah. jet sweeps or um, what are they called? RPO. Forgetting it. Screen no, pass. RPO, screen oh, pass. Thanks, screen Harry. Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. So, bust of the week, I've gone with the Rams whole team because that was just a shit show. Scott? Mine was Alex Anzalone. I think I pronounced his name right. Saint, Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of his name before. The Saints. Guy that looks like Blonde from... Gandalf. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the, the Saints, idiot. Absolutely, the Saints could have won the game if it had just fucking fallen up ball properly. Like, yeah, what an idiot. They, they, what an idiot. They got a safety. He got a safety and stumbled bust at week because with those extra... Well, what five points that he could have got? They could have won. Just they could have won game, and that was a difference. But yeah, the fine I mean, margins. He literally missed the, the whole ball, though. Yeah, how, how, how did he manage that? What idiot! <laughs> I mean, to be <laughs> fair, like it's it's a pointy oblong ball. Like it's not easy and it's, to yeah, like. To and he's running at speed. To be fair, as well, he's running at like, speed. I, I get your point, Scott, but I'd like to see you try and run on a ball on on an NFL ball at full speed. I'll probably be most weeks. I could probably be alright. Hey, out of all of us here, Tom, <laughs> he's probably fine doing it, Scott. Where not? <laughs> Me and you wouldn't. Nah, probably true. Are you picking My bust of the week is the Atlanta Falcons, um, because the the Atlanta Falcons they just shit the bed. Um, like like I said, Tampa shouldn't have won. Atlanta just lost the game, um, and obviously. The Super Bowl that they lost was twenty-eight to four. Since that game, the Atlanta Falcons' record in regular season games is twenty-eight to thirty-four, which wow. I just think is is is, is quite cool. Is it poetic, Tom. It is poetic, but um, yeah, the Atlanta Falcon, Falcons—they just melted down in the second half, as they That's, have that, done so often that, that yeah. was also, in the last yeah. few years. It was also Tom Brady's biggest comeback since the Super Bowl. Biggest comeback win. 17 points. It couldn't have got any worse after that first half. Yeah, it was a bit of a shit show. Yeah. It was indeed. It was indeed. Oh, well. I mean, yeah, fair point. I mean, dropping leads like that is inexcusable. They've done it like four times this year. It's insane. (laughs) Because they are shit. Oh, mate, shit in it. Right. What are we saying now? Play of the week. Uh, I loved my play of the week. Quite a class. Even though it's one that didn't matter at all. And probably everyone will stop watching this game by this point. But in Ravens Jags game, did you see the offensive lineman pick up yeah. the Lamar Jackson fumble? It was it was class. So oh t- my God, uh, what Tyree Phillips, the guard for the Ravens, like what is he like six foot six, three hundred and whatever pounds is? Yeah, he picked up a fumble, went twenty two yards, got the first down, and he just. Absolutely trucked Miles Jackson. Yeah. He oh my God. <laughs> but he's he probably got about 100 pounds on Miles. But he, he yeah. won, oh, I know, he, but watch it. It's class. He won angry <laughs> runs. He won angry runs on a Good Morning Football. I, I saw that, yeah. And he, uh, he actually gave up playing football in college to focus on basketball. Wow. Yeah. yeah mad. So he's an athlete then. Yeah, he's a I big mean, guy. He's an athlete, but he's a big athlete, man. Uh, yeah, but, he's yeah, a big guy. Fair Tom, you got on? I've got three. Sorry, cheating. So the first one is Justin Jefferson, and it wasn't even completed pass. But after an incomplete pass, he shouted, (laughs) "Fuck Kirk! Come on, (laughs) throw the fucking ball!" Which I just thought was great. Yeah. Um, And then Matt Stafford had a better no look pass than Patrick Mahomes did last year. Have you guys seen it? I haven't, but it's fucking unbelievable. So the the best view of it is from the end zone, and he's like on like kind of like the. uh, the inner lines that kind of go up the the good length of the pitch in line with the field, yeah, yeah, yeah. field goal marking, yeah. yeah. And and he's looking off to the right hand side. You got Marvin Jones cutting off at the back of the of the end zone. Stafford is always looking across to his right, 
And then as he releases the ball, just lets go of it that fraction later. And it just goes in a dead straight line in line with the field goal post. And the two um, defenders, because there was a tiny, tiny window to fit in between a linebacker and the defender covering Marvin Jones. The linebacker didn't even know the ball had gone past him. Like he just turned around <laughs> after like after the after the Lions started celebrating. Like he just had no idea. Like I'll send it to you guys. It was absolutely unbelievable. And if they hadn't lost, that would have been the that would have been my play of the week. Um, he was rolling out to his left. Then he was backpedaling, and he threw that pinpoint pass where only Harden could catch it. Madness. Fair, Fair enough. Yeah. My uh, player of the week. Player of the week. Sorry, is um, the Derek Henry stiff arm. Stiff arm. That's just inevitable at this point, isn't it? I know it is, but it's just so good to watch. That guy's got a family. Like, if he has kids, he has their kids go to school, and they're gonna have to like explain to their mates why a grown ass man. Threw their dad on the floor like he was like a toy, like it's just like a like a shit cheap toy. <laughs> like at least, at least at this point, no, because it's happened to like so many people. They can have like their own little therapy group about it. Oh yeah, so, it, like, they're, they're, right they're not all in it. They're not, you know, they're not alone in that. They have each other. It was embarrassing getting, again. They're getting bigger though. These guys that he's throwing down. Like first time he threw a cornerback to the ground. Yeah, fine. It's some little cornerback. The one that's a linebacker. Just, Pretty sure he was a linebacker. Like he's like, literally dish. he's gonna throw a. He's going to throw like a D tackle and just pick him up and just carry him to end zone next week. There's going to be some 300 pound absolute meathead and he's just going to carry him for a touchdown. That'll be <laughs> fun to watch, to be fair. Yeah, I want to see it. Right. Well, now we'll move on to our game of the week. Now, there were a few exciting games. Not many, though. It was a weird week, wasn't it? There was some, some blowouts, some kind of defensive, kind of. Shitty, that's Seattle, Washington comes to mind. Yeah. One of the most exciting games. Crap, yeah. I uh, just for the how much it made me laugh. Jets Rams is my game at week. Like so, they, Tom's, Tom's they, got a mouthful of uh, prawn cracker, prawn cracker, and he agrees with you. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, big upset, with you. big upset. I love Sam Donald, so why not? I'm going the Titans versus the Lions purely because I enjoyed the absolute demolition you're a big uh, big Titans fan this week aren't you you just like got like closet fan each week Browns closet, closet fan of every single team in the it was NFL who's was winning this week <laughs> I was a fan we've got an NFL podcast you daft dickheads I've got to, got to show some appreciation to some of them shit I didn't realise I thought this was hockey <laughs> anyway I did have a mouthful of food when you talked briefly about the Jets Rams I liked it um, obviously because the Jets finally got a win um, but it depressed me a bit because Jared Goff looked really bad and then it, I, I remembered how well he looked against Tampa so that was a bit depressing to see that the Jets could make him look um, so terrible and we make him look like an MVP candidate So Jared Goff isn't very good, that's all it is He's just very inconsistent but he's just not trustworthy He's very overpaid when, not, everything, not very when, anything, when everything works he can be great but I mean, everything's going to work for, all the time. That, that, that is probably 90% of the quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, that, that's just not really a comment we should be saying anymore. If everything Your first, works, he's good. First overall pick, and you're going, yeah, if everything works, he's all right. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> saying it like that's a good reason to keep him around. Like, yeah, you were. And I, I, I understand. Well, no, because I wouldn't keep him. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Imagine Sam Darnold at the Rams. Sam Darnold at like half the teams. Like, I feel so sorry for that guy. He's actually class. Not for class, but he's definitely good. Well, all right, he's he's an above average quarterback to me. He's a, yeah, he's... I think he'd do well. But I think he'd do better than some some of the quarterbacks. By the way, I'm not sure how everyone's political opinions run on this, but I watched um, the price of protest on uh, Amazon Prime. It's about Colin yeah. Kaepernick. You okay. should definitely give that a watch. That is incredible. Yeah, yeah, the whole um, the whole situation I, I didn't realize how how it played out that much if i'm honest i just kind of saw it from mainstream media but the background of it all the reason why i'm saying this is because there's definitely jobs he could take in the nfl yeah, and yeah. the fact that he's not is just so uh, i suggest that me and me and scott don't agree with kaepernick and think that you shouldn't have a well, job I'm, yeah, I'm, but... I'm, I'm i'm very confused 
No, I'm saying that uh, people's, in general, opinion of political right. views. I know it kind of splits, doesn't it? The whole uh, kneeling down, etc. It kind of splits views, doesn't it? But um, In America, but not really yeah. anywhere else. No, but that's what I'm saying. But in general, the idea of him being a better quarterback than some of the quarterbacks in the league is, is, a, is surely a non-arguable. I mean, I think his only problem now is yeah. it's been so long since he played. Yeah. That, that he probably, he's he's probably now, struggle. Like, he yeah, he, he absolutely should have had a job. Yeah, I agree. Gutted for him because he was he was all right. He wasn't a bad yeah. quarterback at all. Right, gents. Have you got anything else to say about this week's NFL? No. Let's, let's, no. Let's, uh, no, we're all done. Brilliant. So, guys, if you want to catch us on our social media, we are on the Quick Snap UK, both on our Instagram and Twitter, and we have the QuickSnap.co.uk website. So, go and check us out. But until next time, peace out. Well. Network.